Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Well, That Was Fun, the weekly podcast made by yours truly, Becca Buffon. So today I am joined by the littlest Buffon, Miss D, and the three-year-old Buffon, Miss Teacup. So uh, the first question that I'm going to tackle today is why am I making a podcast? Well, I had... Uh, conversation with a good friend of mine yesterday who lives quite a few states away and I floated this idea past her and she was like what why on earth would you spend your time doing that and then she asked like well what is the subject of the content gonna be I was like well hold on a minute there girl like what do you mean what's the content gonna be first of all everybody and their brother are making podcasts right now so why wouldn't it be interesting for me to talk into one um the second reason i think is because i'm feeling like i need a new outlet for my creativity uh as we've all been kind of cooped up here for the past couple months um i've done all the things i feel like so uh this is the new thing i'm going to try and tackle Okay, well, last year in August, we bought our first home, and I believe it's going to be our forever home. It's a gorgeous place. It's about two acres in Elk Mound, Wisconsin. It's kind of out in the country, Um, and it really blends a lot of the ideas that my husband and I had for our forever home. Um, We are in the woods a little bit. We have a lot of space, so we can still have our big garden and everything but we're on a little road where we have neighbors within walking distance. I've always thought of my kids being able to go trick-or-treating in their own neighborhood and where we were before, it just wasn't safe, it wasn't possible. So now we're in this new place and there's some really awesome things about this place. One is the history. Um, So the people that own this home before us actually built it and it just so happens that they were the parents of the boy's best friends growing up. So my husband and his younger brother had two really, really close friends that happened to be the exact same ages as them. Older brothers were in the same class, the younger brothers were in the same class. And um, they've just always been really close family and friends to us. And now uh, the gentlemen who used to live here are the godfathers of our own daughters. So what's kind of funny is that the girls' bedrooms are actually their godfather's old rooms, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, Something else that I love about this new place is that we can still be out in our yard doing things. There's enough tree cover where um, Miss Teacup right now is in her little kitty swimming pool. I'm watching her throw some of her toy puppies into the pool. She's butt naked. She is full on naked naked right now and no one can see her from the driveway. Like you'd have to actually come up into our house, um, which is really, it's been a big blessing because this girl does not like to wear clothes. Um, She has very porcelain skin. So every day when she wants to be naked, it's like, okay, here's the deal. You don't want to wear clothes, gotta put on sunscreen. And that's your PSA, wear sunscreen. Sunscreen is a great, great invention. Okay, so life with Teacup and Wilmus D. Um, So I'm going to try and use those nicknames during this podcast so that I can give them a smidgen of anonymity. Um, I am of the millennial generation, and 
I like to catalog my life through social media and lots of things. Um, but I've seen some of my friends and my younger brother take a different approach to parenting, which is their children are not on social media. Their children are um, granted this internet anonymity. And so I'm gonna try and continue that through this. So that's that. Okay, so in the description of this podcast, I mentioned that I have chickens. Um, we have chickens guys and it's kind of like a running joke with a lot of my girlfriends and stuff and like I bring eggs to things and one of my co-teachers takes these eggs and turns them into the most delicious deviled eggs. You know who I'm talking about if you're a part of my Max family. Um, so a few thoughts on my chickens. I love them. I think they're fantastic. They're so entertaining. I've learned so much about like little chicken society through them and then it like applying that to real human society as well it's really interesting understanding what a pecking order actually comes from and like just watching them grow and nurture the chicks and then like the chicks get to the ugly teenage stage yeah they do and then the moms are like done i'm done with you you are no longer my chick you are now just another part of the flock i will give you no time of day (laughs) at all so that's kind of interesting but um so along with this nice new beautiful house that we have we have a two-car garage which holds things like bikes and our car and our truck and the wagon and all of our gardening things that we use and like the rake and and you know the shovel and then all the tools so during the day I will leave the garage door open well up until a few days ago the food for the chickens was also kept in the garage and they figured it out and they would go in to the garage and poop and the next chicken that poops in my garage will become Sunday dinner I'm just gonna put it right out there lay it right out there I've never butchered a chicken before I don't know that but my father-in-law knows how and so I've threatened them with I will eat you if you poop in my garage because it's disgusting it's hard to clean and it stinks Another thing that's hard to have with chickens is mulch. Um, At the front, our house is a split level home, and on the front there's this nice little landscaping that's been done with beautiful hostas and some really pretty uh, ornamental grasses, and it's got this nice mulch around it. Well, guess, guess who else likes the mulch? The chickens! So they keep scratching the mulch onto the lawn, and do you know how hard it is to like get it back in the little brick lined area it's a pain and then I mow and then the the lawn chips go everywhere it's just a big old mess um I definitely have favorite chickens there are these uh this breed of chickens that I just am calling cinnamon queens they have a real breed name (laughs) I've forgotten what that breed name is but these are like the friendliest chickens uh teacup will go up and like legit pick up a chicken and just carry it around and it's so cute um the first time we had these this breed of chicken we were at our old house and we had this one that was just dear and near to my heart and her name was betsy and she was blind but she could hear really well so she would hear us like on the golf cart or um, start up the four-wheeler and she would like run after it and it was so fun and this was when they I'm sorry this was when teacup <laughs> I've already messed it up um, when she was 
like one year old and she was learning how to toddle and um this chicken would follow her around and we I remember one instance we were in the garden and I was weeding and teacup was sitting by me and Betsy the chicken comes over and my daughter's just wiggling her toes in the dirt and the chicken starts trying to peck her toes like not maliciously but she legit thought they were worms and my daughter was just squealing and it was so funny and it was it was really really cute um Another thing with having chickens is introducing my friends to the chickens. <laughs> I have a couple friends, well, two friends who I've been letting come over and we hang out in the in the yard together um, during this whole social physical distancing time. And it's it's been limited to very few people coming over. Um, but one of them is a bit younger than me. She's three years younger than me and she's never had chickens. And she reminds me so much of my brother because one, they're the same age and two, they have the same reactions to the chickens. So my little brother is like, those chickens are dinosaurs with feathers. They're terrifying. And like the rooster will come running at you and he'll just flip out when he's visiting and he's like, I don't want to be anywhere near the chickens. But my friend, she's getting really quite brave and like will stand up and walk towards the chickens now to like get them like per se out of my garage. <laughs> She'll stand up and walk towards them and they'll naturally like try and walk away. Um, we have a really awesome rooster who doesn't try to challenge anyone, which is nice. Um, something else we've been doing at our new home uh, yesterday, last night, uh, we bagged apples. Now, what the heck does that mean? Well, we have three apple trees on the property, and we love to can, we love to do stuff in the fall, and the previous owners taught me how to bag the apples. Well, what the heck does that mean? Okay, so you take a Ziploc bag or a glider bag. I really like the ones with the, the glidey one because they're easier to do. And you put it over the apple when it's just like a little green apple and you zip it up and that, and you cut off one of the corners of the bag so that like moisture can come out. But what happens is it protects the apple from like little worms or birds or the deer that keep trying to eat everything in my garden. And these apples then in turn protect, or pardon me, the bags protect the apples. And you are you end up with these ginormous apples without spraying the trees, without using any pesticides or anything. We did it last year. We came over um, before the sale was finalized. We came over in June and did it. And then by September, October, when we were harvesting all the apples, it was amazing the difference. Like it went from like the size of um, a pool ball was the one that that like wasn't bagged to like a full huge juicy handful of an apple for the ones that were bagged so I have bagged 178 apples so far hopefully the hubby comes home with more bags because that's not even like a portion of the apples there's so many and I'm hoping that if we protect a lot this year that we can like not only give apples away and make our apple pie filling and applesauce but I'd really love to try making apple cider this fall so you may or may not hear how that goes the last thing I'd like to talk to you about today is unknowing procrastination. And if you hear that in the background, Teacup has come over with her puppies now. Um, so unknowing procrastination. Uh, I like to do things. 
I really, really do. And sometimes other things get lost in the mumble and the jumble. And today was a perfect example. No, thank you. No, thank you. Today was a perfect example. <laughs> you need. She's trying to take my pen and write on my lawn chair, and I don't think so. I don't think so. Yes. <laughs> no. Um, so I am also an art and a music teacher, and at the end of every school year, we put together our order lists for next year, and for me, that includes things like instruments and art supplies, and I don't know where it went. Where did it go? Um, anyway, uh, my lovely administrative assistant texted me, and I didn't see it until this morning. She texted me yesterday, and she was like, hey, do you have your order supply? And it's like the end of June. <laughs> it was due at the beginning of June. So I'm like solid three weeks late. Now, in my defense, I call it unknowing procrastination because first... I, like, we don't know what school's going to look like. I have no idea if I'm going to be teaching in my own classroom, if I'm going to be virtually teaching, if I'm going to be in my classroom and the kids are going to be in their general classroom and I'm going to be teaching them, like, over over a video conference thing. I have no idea what to expect. So I had my list done and I just needed to price check everything, but then I, I contacted my principal at the end of May and I was like, hey, should I should I order everything? Because that's a large, like, monetary amount. Do I order all the things that I would normally do? Like, copper plating? Do I order canvases for painting? Do I order clay? Like, all of the stuff that we just don't know what it's going to look like in the fall. And, like, a couple days later, he answered me back, and he was like, go for it. And then it completely slipped my mind. And I feel so bad for the people that end up dealing with my procrastination. So I had a good reason for not sending it in the first place, but then um, I didn't send it and I kept forgetting. I I just, I just completely forgot about it until, until I read that text message. So um, yeah, that's my unknowing procrastination. So this has been, well, that was fun with Becca Buffon and I hope you enjoy this. And hang out with me for 15 minutes next week.